welcome to the Voice of the Force podcast for the Bad Batch. No, it's not. It's for Visions. Ah, oh my God. I got you guys. This is for oh, again. one of our uh, next episodes for the second season here. But before we get into that, my name's Dan, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Ed and Noma. Hello, hello. How's it going, guys? It's going. Yeah. <laughs> I just saw Ed. You just typed in the chat. Good soup. It was a fucking good soup. It was really good. Oh yeah, that looks nice. But Ed, what are we covering today for the Vision season two? We are covering the events of Vision season two, episode three, in the stars. Now we're going to discuss what happened in this episode. It was about with credits and everything like that, just over sixteen minutes, but really emotional, really impactful. You feel it. Like it's it's visions that can evoke so many emotions from you it's astounding and it's brilliant and this is the star wars we need right now to hopefully inspire major outlets to be like this 15 minutes you make this a series don't even think money will come Mm. without a doubt but you'll you'll real give the series hope again yeah you Mm. feel hope everyone watches and that's and that was one of the things where it's like we've been missing that so visions have been great if there are easter eggs we will point them out if you've seen any please point them out if we miss anything or we don't hit a point that you think is extremely relevant to the overarching plot of Star Wars as a whole, please get in contact with us. Let us know. We'd love to hear more from you guys. We have Rural Farm Boy messaging us we have and sending voice us voice mail. notes. It's great. So we can't wait to hear that. But if you want to be like that, please, please contact us. Noma's going to tell you all the myriad ways you can do that. Absolutely. Also, my brain is, I can just tell how broken it is because you <laughs> said, like, you can really feel an autocomplete in my head like Spider Man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's a whole bunch of different ways you can contact us. One of the easiest is our website, which is voiceoftheforce.com. As always, got to plug that merch shop, which is shop.voiceoftheforce.com. Our email is connect at voiceoftheforce.com. And on social media, we are on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us. The handle for both is at VoiceForcePod. As always, retweeting and reposting our new episode tweets does help with growing our listener base and is very much appreciated. Uh, you can listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and all major podcast platforms. Uh, as always, reviewing us with five stars and a comment helps with visibility, and you can subscribe for free for the latest episode as soon as it releases. Uh, and... If you've uh, noticed, we are also on Twitch a lot more often, or at least we're trying to be a lot more often. Uh, that is twitch.tv slash voiceforcegaming. Uh, right now, we've got two days set up. Uh, the first is kind of like our Fridays, which is kind of kind of a variety time. Uh, right now, we've got Dan doing Jedi Survivor, and then uh, we also switched that up a little bit with um, me doing a little bit of... Hmm? Watch yourself, man actually playing jedi survivor on stream are you kidding me my pc explodes oh <laughs> with technical difficulties <laughs> with many um, yeah and then with that as well i've also been splicing in a little bit of uh i'm not sure if we'll keep doing it but i, I think it's it's good enough fun so i should try should keep doing uh, it honestly <laughs> yes I'm, yeah streaming absolutely. uh i'm part of a arma star wars group uh the 91st uh recon for maybe i should actually find our name so i don't accidentally say it wrong uh yeah the 91st mobile reconnaissance corp uh so we do some armor 3 operations and uh on fridays before our 8 to 10 stream i'll be trying to uh show you guys what we're doing there it's a whole lot of fun i get to drive around in armored vehicles 
yeah yeah just a couple uh we've got them up on uh, a couple of highlights up on our twitch page right now it's it's some good stuff so definitely check those out if you're interested that last one seemed like uh, <laughs> kind of like a civil GTA kind of. Yeah, yeah. it was like a, a GTA Online. Yeah. Oh yeah, very much. If you ever want to see what happens when uh, when uh, let's just say that clone troopers uh, are a little bit weaker than APCs, accidentally or not. Um, but yeah, and as well as that, on Tuesdays uh, I am collabing with a VTuber friend of mine, Roomba friend, and we are doing Project Zomboid. Uh, it's a little bit more mellow, uh, except for our first stream where Roomba gets eaten, I think, nine times. I think it's nine. Yeah. That's about right. Uh, yeah, the second stream, he didn't die. So, you know, we're getting there. But uh, I think for for next, uh, our third stream, it'll be a little bit spicier because uh, we're going to try and get our hands on guns and that can only go poorly, probably. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we'd love to see you there. So once again, that is twitch.tv slash voiceforcegaming. Thank you, Noma. Thank you, Ed. We're going to get into our episode in just a moment, but before we do, I'm going to just give you guys a spoiler warning, as we always do, because if you haven't watched this episode, I feel like you should always watch the episode before you listen to us. There are some people who just don't care, and I don't understand how they function in society, but I'm that sitting being right said, here. <laughs> that being said, go watch the episode first, because we're going to talk about everything that happens with the synopsis. It's going to be about five or 10 minutes of us explaining that. And then we're going to dive into the discussion, talking about all the things we saw in it, what we loved, what we didn't like, and uh, just kind of excited for the next stuff. So with that being said, let's get into the credits for this episode. No, sister. It almost had you. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, this episode is Star Wars Visions Season 2, Episode 3, In the Stars. Uh, the animation studio is Punk Robot, and the writers are uh, Gabriel Osterio, uh, Antonia Herrera, and Francisco Ortega. Uh, the director is also Gabriel uh, Osorio. And if I've mispronounced or butchered anybody's names, I do apologize for that. Uh, we'll talk about the studio a little bit uh, after the synopsis, but Punk Robot Studios is a Chilean studio. So South America. That makes sense. Mm. Okay. I was trying to pinpoint the accent and like the, the vibe going mm. on, but that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. And it's, it's interesting because as well as that, this was the first time so far where I was wrong. Um, or at least completely <laughs> wrong, right? With the studio, because I was oh. sure from the uh, the what's it called the thumbnail, a hundred percent. I was like, "That's Leica. Uh, Leica Studios is the only studio that I know that does amazing stop motion animation." Um, and so I was like, "Oh, it's got to be them. Got to be them." And then as soon as I saw Punk Robot, I was like, "Oh, my bad." Um, so yeah, but I, you know, that aside. It is still the same quality that Visions has been so far in Season 2. And with that being said, let's get into the synopsis. Uh, so, as everything with Visions, this story is a little bit shorter. It is a 15-minute episode. Um, but the basic synopsis is that we've got uh, these two alien sisters. Uh, they are Koten and Tachina. And I think Tachina is the younger sister. Um, and so we get a kind of... Brief run-up. It starts with basically uh, the younger sister looking at these uh, glowing mushrooms that are dying. Um, and then she sees a 
really janky TIE fighter approaching <laughs> and tries to like use the force on it. Um, before it sees her, her sister, her older sister tackles her and gets right out of the way. It flies by. Um, we get the the kind of quick summary as um, Tachina uses some of the last of their water supply to paint a picture on this uh, big rock mural that they've got. Uh, so basically, these these aliens kind of lived in peace and it doesn't look like they knew what Jedi were, but they knew about the force. Um, and, you know, they're living in harmony with nature, but then, of course, the Empire comes in and starts to poison their water supply in order to mine the planet's natural resources. Uh, their mom went out with a, with a bunch of the adults to try and stop them. It didn't seem to work. I think they all got killed by an ATST. if the, the kind of mural animation is anything to go by. Um, and then TIE bombers just, like, obliterated their village, and so they're the only two left. Um, so her older sister is a lot more kind of disenfranchised, kind of, a thing of, oh, we just need to survive, nothing else matters, and um, Tachina's a lot more of like, no, uh, we can use the Force to defeat them. Um, so they get into an argument. Uh, the older sister, Coton, basically is like, stay here, I'll go get the water. Um, of course, she doesn't. Coton goes in, infiltrates, gets the water. Tachina follows her, gets captured. Um, so the sisters basically have to escape the Imperials. Um, they're being Interesting design choice. They're all being chased by uh, storm uh, snow troopers, um, or at least galactic recon stormtroopers, um, galactic marine, galactic marine stormtroopers. Sorry, um, and workers, uh, kind of like these uh, faceless worker guys. Um, they escape for a while. Then we also see this uh, female imperial officer who's also trying to to uh, catch them. Um, they get to a point where it looks like they're going to get away, but. Tachina's completely convinced that she can stop the Empire, so she tries to go after the main water supply. Um, that gets her caught by the officer, and, and they're about to execute her by just, like, throwing her off the Imperial facility. Um, Coton comes back and basically manages to save her with the Force, because they do drop Tachina, but her sister catches her with the Force. Um, they get back up as the ATST is approaching, and they try to use the Force. It looks like they're trying to do it on the ATST and failing, and the officer is obviously smiling about that. Nope, they're targeting the water supply behind the ATST that breaks, and we get a kind of uh, immediately reminded me of Lord of the Rings Two Towers when the Ents bring down the the Isengard dam, and yeah, then all the water just floods, takes everybody out. Um, the sisters, you know, get brought basically deep under under the lake, but managed to get back up to the top. Um, and then they uh, have their nice little reuniting um, session. And then once the Imperial facility's uh, been destroyed, the smog above them clears so they can see all the stars, which, uh, as they say during the animation mural, is like, it you know, it's supposed to represent their mom and all the pe all the adults who died uh, have become stars watching down on them because it's, it's clearly a very tribal society. Um, that's basically like the super short synopsis. There's a lot of, um, I'm sure people with less dead hearts than me would have considered it like <laughs> emphatic back and forth between the sisters um, with, you know, the, the uh, Tachina being very adamant that she can, you know, stop the empire and uh, Coton trying to protect her, her sister. For me, it was very annoying where it's like, Jesus Christ, kid, like fucking get it together. The little kid you don't know the... how to use the force. Huh? The little kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, the, 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 I emphasize with the sister a lot because it's like, oh my god, you're trying to not get your little sister killed. Of course, and she is, yeah. She is trying to at and every opportunity from, to stop you. Like, to get If I could put it, a leash on you, I would. <laughs> it, it reminded me of there was a Reddit uh, video I saw, I think a week ago, where it's just this this golden retriever, and there's it's there's this little like baby chick. 
but the chick oh, yeah. climbs into the dog's mouth. Yeah. And the dog's like, what is that? And it, it just yeah. reminded me of that, where it's like, I will I will kill myself and there's nothing you can do to stop me. It's just like, oh, I think, my God. I think I the main thing so with those two is like the, sis the, the older sister's like traumatized from her mother you know, using the force of being that rebellion leader and like running in and doing like, yeah, the cannon and dying. dying and then their village being bombed. But the sister kind of has that spark of her mom in her and the mm. sister's trying to quell that because she doesn't want to get her sister killed, right? Yeah. So it's like this like dichotomy mm. between like you're like your mom and you're very much trying to protect your sister from becoming like your mom, you know, like it's this like yeah, they, I mean, they, yeah. Coton has that power, obviously, too, right? Course, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's very much been like a, Suppressed. yeah, I, the, my mom the, used it and died, so yeah. I shouldn't. Yeah, the way I saw it was just like, the older one had her mom longer, and the mom was training her, it seemed mm. like. So she knew she had the power, she knew she could use it. Mm. But then mm, the master mom was just like, okay, we're going to do this thing. Oh, it wasn't enough. Mm. What's the point then? And it only got you killed. I'm not going to use it. The younger one may have had stirrings of it because you see it in that drawing in when she does the painting yes yeah. how they all dive into the water and she moves the, the rock yeah. and she's trying little, to little one yeah. tries to can get a little you know yeah. she knows she has it but mm. no training whatsoever she's the youngest of young ones yeah. right mm. so the sister instead of using the force pick it up she's just let's pick it up together and i'm going to take it up to the top right cool mm. But she never shows any inkling of using it so the whole time you see how much she just doesn't use it or doesn't want to use it relies on everything else to the point where like in kenobi when when um leia falls from right the thing and he's got to mm, use it to stop her at that point it's just like you know but it's been a shorter amount of time for her so it's just like all right you gotta do this again right mm. boom but from there it's just like you see her smile and everything just like obi-wan yep. when the water's coming in and everything mm. and he smiles it's like yeah i can do this yeah. I'm getting I'm getting this back. I'm gonna hang of this again. Just boom, get my mojo. hold it up. It's like yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Get your mojo back, back yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. So it's like Love that I saw it like that a bit, where it's just like you know, I, of course, I was seeing it in Noma's way, of course, where it's just like kid, you're wholehearted. <laughs> you've heard all the grand stories of mm. all the things your mom did, and you're inspired. It's wonderful. It's okay to be inspired, but the realist in your sister is like I was inspired too until that inspiration went away when she mm. died. She didn't have to go. I didn't want her to go. Okay, so now I have to be mom at the way young age that I shouldn't mm. be to do all this, and you're just putting unnecessary pressure on me. Like, I don't hate you, I love you, but damn, you're making this hard. Yeah. So, okay, because even then, it's just like you're using up your share of water. What are you doing? But you can still have mine. Mm. So, immediately when she gets there, it's like <laughs> I'm climbing and running and shining water. Okay, great. Have the water look up. Oh, great. Everything's full in my tank great yeah <laughs> there there were a couple of times during it where i was like oh my god <laughs> those so... are gentle stormtroopers though man like yeah seriously they were right? gonna throw the, the work... off a cliff that was morbid. hear me out hear me out the workers still did more damage to the little yeah absolutely absolutely ratcheting clank it's because yeah. they can see through their visors that's the problem right like melee weapon no problem with yeah. them it's like, blast them Phew. immediately the first shot just went hella wide to the screen yeah, absolutely it almost blinded us and it's just like dude really you're in the same hole there's no it's cover in between yeah there's yeah, yeah no way like what did you just decide to like <laughs> did the recoil take you before the shot fired like it right. didn't make any sense it's one thing that causes the other how did it turn somebody <laughs> bump into you and then we have budget pc no name orinda price yeah there. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like... <laughs> It's like John Vista 
a random price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like someone it's like someone did the fusion dance with Price and Tarkin. <laughs> yeah. This is the result. <laughs> yeah. It's just like someone incompetent with a big button. I think Ed froze. Yes, he did. <laughs> Look at him. Uh-oh. <laughs> Edward. Yeah, I'm I'm fine. You no, you froze, man. Noma froze for me. Oh, okay. Yeah, your <laughs> yeah. camera's going at like one frame yeah. per minute. There you oh, go. Now you're back. Okay. Back, back. Okay. Yeah, no, because it was just like I, I saw her in the poster as they're going through oh, in that window, right? Oh, yeah, in the okay. in the observation deck, and I was like, wait, wait, wait. That's no, no. Wait, it's visions. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> and from well, there, every time she showed up, I was just like, okay, I'm not, I'm not worried for them or anything anymore. Yeah. A because like. It's, you're not gonna get to this. To be fair, she, she did pull in her into price. It's like, I'm just done with these two children. AGSG, get out here! It's like, yeah, you have yeah, a yeah. whole squad of troopers behind you. Just yeah. tell them to open fire. Right? Right? But no, overkill yeah. is, is the mm -hmm. way to go. I thought it was uh, funny. I don't know. But like, seeing them seeing them break it and the water rush down yeah, yeah. and everything like mm -hmm. that, at that moment, that was just like, no matter how, if you feel something where you're just like, oh, you know, as annoying as she was, she needed to be, she needed to do that to get you your inspiration. You did mm. defeat them. They're, there probably won't be a report for a cycle, and then more will come <laughs> in being like, well, what the fuck? True. Yeah, and like, these are the last two again. indigenous people here. Let's kill them. Yeah, it's just like, realistically, you guys should just leave. Yeah, because yeah, the, the other thing I was thinking was, like, their tribe's gone. But is that the only one on the planet? I, you know, be, it, it wouldn't make the, sense if it was. Right? It seems, yeah, it seems like that was the last one. If it's a tiny planet, maybe because yeah, like, maybe it, it it's nice to get scale sometimes because mm. realistically, the scale that you would think on all the time is not of course it's Earth, right? Like yeah, yeah you think you of know, colonial, you know? Yeah, so like let's use it. Like let's say this this happened in Chile, right? So let's mm. say you know the country of Chile this happened to, right? Mm. And it's like, oh shit, well, we're the last ones. But there's somebody over in Tibet yeah. and Nepal and everything like that. You don't know. Yeah. Because it's so tribal. There's no way of like that far reaching communication unless you actually send somebody there. Mm -hmm. So you, you wouldn't know. So at that point, it's just like either you travel around, leave that area completely, or leave the planet. And and in my head, that's that's what I assumed because otherwise that's a very dark note to end on where it's like, we have each other, cool, and your species is dead. Yeah, well, yeah, the planet's left, right? now coming back but, to life slowly, yeah. yeah. Well, but yeah, that, that section of the planet, yeah, right? Because well, as far as those yeah. two are aware, right? If yeah. this is very tribal, that's yeah. their world, right? But in my head, it's like, well, they go off and find another uh, another village now. And then, mm. you know, hopefully that, the Empire comes back and is just Maybe they take a TIE fighter somewhere. Yeah, if it wasn't destroyed in that yeah. giant uh, flood. That, but also... Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, so switching gears a bit. Um, so Punk Robot Studio, like I said, I, I had never heard of the studio. I haven't either. And I think the reason why when I was looking into their works is that it looks like most of their stuff is aimed at um, South America or Chile itself. I'm not sure how large it is. Oh, like TV um, it, kind it of shows? Yeah, it definitely has like a, a decent um, web presence. So I would assume that it would be South America. Okay. Um, but... Uh, they do have their portfolio online and it's they've got i think three six nine twelve different productions that they've worked on so it's not by any means like a you know unknown studio um but yeah most of the the names i was looking at were it's bear story guitar and drum wow lisa uh 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 Amal paso may be your best step uh magical night of gaspar i am little red like it all looks like a lot of stuff aimed at uh you know south america yeah okay um 
or even you know like yeah but uh in in general i just have not seen any other stuff before um it it is very good though like anything stop motion mm-hmm. especially the way that they're i i'm i would be so i would be i am so curious to know if they did the same kind of style as like um because in the beginning i wasn't sure if it was claymation or stop motion and i mean they are similar um because the china's hair moves like it's clay but then everything else looks more stop motion and then Coton's hair looks like it's fabric yeah it's um, really interesting like they use different yeah. uh it's a very very cool style the only and this is just in for me um minor minor critique i have is that in the beginning of the short there are a couple of shots that are a little bit uh jagged the the animations are are not super fluid there are some really good shots um in that beginning that are very smooth like when they're walking up to the mural rock right um but there were a couple i noticed where it was like it looks a little i can kind of see the keyframes uh poking out however by that same note i've tried stop motion and claymation can i see I'm this gar- mm-hmm. can i see these videos? no no that was high school now i, I want to see these these are like the vault that's like I, the patreon exclusive things no, we're gonna I, give away never never in a million years <laughs> Um, I, I've tried them both. I'm fucking garbage at it. You know, I am, I am maybe on par with Ben Wyatt. Um, yeah, I did that for Ed. <laughs> I don't know who Ben Wyatt is. I'm sure, I'm sure um, it's from it, Sunny. Parks and Rec. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Tuesday. Um, but yeah, so compared to, compared to me, you know, my own skills versus theirs, it's like night and day. But uh, the thing that I, I really enjoyed was that as soon as Coton is starting to enter the facility, from that point onwards, it's so smooth. It's so beautiful. Yeah, it's very see. interesting. And some of the models, the when when Coton's using her kind of like uh, janky telescope to zoom in on the facility, the details, I was shocked. Like, you have to do that by hand? And yeah. you've got these tiny models of the troopers that you're moving around to? Like, it's crazy the amount of effort that they and put in. And the details I mean, on everything, even the smallest stuff, is just like... Well, you can see, like, when she zooms in, you can see, like, all, like... The way that I think they shot it, and I think they call it shooting in micro. I might be wrong, but yeah, maybe. It, like you can see like every detail of those generators, and it's insane. Like looking at it and being like, "Oh, you know, this is all hand built. Exactly. This whole thing was was." And then they blew it all up, and it's yeah, it's, that was so it's, cool. It's absolutely insane. So yeah, like I said, I was surprised it wasn't Leica, but man, oh man, that's Punk a big Robot compliment a too. That's a massive company, isn't it, Leica? Uh, Oh yeah, Leica's like Leica's hands down the best of the best in stop motion. Okay. Like no offense to anybody else, but Did they do I mean if you've seen the Coraline stuff. Box Trolls, um Kubo and the Two Strings. Nightmare Before Christmas? I don't think so. I think that uh, I, I don't know if Leica was around that long ago. Yeah. Um could have been, but the first thing I know that they did was Coraline, and that okay. was two thousand and Yeah, I've heard of that. I've not seen seven, I haven't six. seen any of those, but they're all really good. Box Trolls is definitely the most kitty. Um, like, I did not enjoy Box Trolls' story, but it also was not supposed to be aimed at me, like, at all. Oh, it was Touchstone so that did it. that one for Nightmare. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fair. Also good. Um, yeah, Nightmare is good. Nightmare has that thing I was talking about, though. There are a lot of shots in Nightmare where you can see the stop motion yes, going on. Yes, for sure. Yeah, and that is something where, um, where like, a blows that out of the park for me. And, I mean, like I said, Punk Robot got there as well for... for a part of uh, it, yeah. At least three quarters of it, yeah, um, where you can't tell at all. Yeah, the beginning Cor- was a little like stop motion. Like you can definitely yeah. see the frames in between. Yeah, 
but they do a good job as well yeah. of doing the the more traditional animation when they're doing the uh the whole story lead up and all that kind of stuff that was all that really, was amazing really cool. like the the, mm. the rock pictures yeah yeah all kind of going through and That's yeah cool. that was all awesome um but yeah so for both studios i mean i i'm gonna try and see if i can find punk robot stuff um the only problem i think the biggest problem for me will be trying to find subs um because i Gamer can't subs? speak sorry it sounded what? like you said subs oh no yeah, subtitles <laughs> um <laughs> i just make a joke yeah but I, like i am i am definitely curious to see some of their stuff hmm. um but that's just me with any kind of animation if you show me new animation stuff it was Man. it was solid episode though. Like honestly, oh, yeah. like it it didn't feel like it dragged on at all. I mean, it was only like thirteen minutes, but it was it was like yeah. solid. Like I wasn't ever like, oh, when is this gonna end? I was just like, oh, I, like that was that was quick. That was really good. And both this and Screechers Reach did a a really good job of in both episodes in the beginning. I was like, okay, this is gonna be like a kids episode. Yeah. And then as you're going on, you're like, oh, maybe it is, but there's enough stuff here for me to enjoy. Yeah. Like that that also was really good. Um, I was gonna say like the models for the tie and the ATST and the in the, the factory and stuff like that, so good, so mm. good. Um, I didn't pay attention to the music as much on this one. I couldn't remember um what really it sounded like, but the actual like stop motion. I'm not a huge fan of stop motion in general. Like Wallace and Gromit would have been like the only thing I really watched as a kid. You know, <laughs> uh, yes. Um, I think that's the next episode. I think that's the studio that does it. It looks like it anyway. Okay. Um, but we uh yeah i don't know we never really watched stop motion as kids uh growing it's up hard That's yeah. you, man oh yeah, Pingu. yeah Pingu, I, I, I watched Pingu. it as a very small child but i was never yeah um <laughs> marissa's looking at me because she <laughs> she's just like outside the kitchen being like what are you doing um but uh yeah no like it, there was there's some things that you kind of yeah Pingu and all that um, but I don't know. I'm just, I'm not a huge fan of stop motion, but like when it is done right, you can really just like enjoy it. Even if you're when not it's a huge done fan right, of it. You forget it's stop motion. Mm. Exactly. So, and like so the what last... you don't like is bad stop motion. <laughs> well, I mean, not word. bad, but like it, like when there's noticeable stop motion. Yeah. When the, like the last episode and a little bit of this one, when you, you can notice the frame rate is like so mm. low because there's not as many frames, obviously, because it's not as smooth, mm. which is like that's where it kind of like, messes with me a little bit but like mm -hmm. after getting past that and like getting into the factory and everything's moving like super smooth and everything looks mm -hmm. super detailed i'm like wow they really put like so much into mm -hmm. this um, well and and that, that kind of stop motion takes like a thousand shots a second that's the thing yeah. though because yeah. you have to like be doing that but also like have your hands come out of the shot so then they can put them back like there's a lot of yeah. movement involved with getting a figure to move five steps and and you know, like Tuesday, <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, that's also Requiem why I'm for a Tuesday. Oh, that's what. It's, yeah, that's the full name. <laughs> I I said this was better than Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> oh. God, no. oh god, yeah, Parks and Rec is great, but um, but that's why I make the distinction as well between uh, claymation and stop motion. Yes, because stop motion is difficult. Claymation is even harder. Yeah, because you have um, to mold it, right? And have different faces and things. Constantly, yeah. And, yeah, and make sure it all looks the same when you're moving. You know, you make sure your thumb doesn't no in, go in yeah, the leg or anything. No like, it's it's insanity, right? So, yeah, Wallace and Gromit. Um, although Wallace and Gromit is a little bit... It's both. I, so I enjoy Wallace both. and Gromit, but it, yeah, it's, it's different enough, right? Mm. Um, it, 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 was, it was like... The, the biggest thing with Wallace and Gromit was it was like the trendsetter to be like, look, you can do full things in stop it was, motion. It was fucking ugly. Like it was 
like the the humans looked absolutely terrifying in that show. Like you get like big honking teeth. Like they just proportionally <laughs> yeah. looked weird. It was a cartoon. They, they, I know, but it's I, horrifying. I, that was not where I thought you were going with it. No, but like I remember watching as a kid. I'm, I'm like intrigued with it. I think it was funny because Wallace and Gromit are a good duo together. Mm. But like, just like I remember always thinking, like, man, they just look fucked up. <laughs> like, like their the mouths humans. are out to here. Yeah, their mouths are so yeah. big. Their teeth are so clunky and like <laughs> fucking weird, man. But like, and it's that, good. It led to the show. It's endearment in this. It is. Right it's it's its own style, right? Yeah. Um, which but, you gotta yeah, like, so yeah, Wallace and Gromit's as far as I remember, Wallace and Gromit is hybrid. Um, Pingu was full claymation. Oh, yeah, Pingu um, is ridiculous. Yeah, and then Laika is mostly stop motion, I believe. Like, okay. they're they're modeled, but yeah, like if you want to see good stop motion outside of Punk Robot and what they've done, uh, with this episode, um, then yeah, absolutely. Like, Kubo and the Two Strings is up there. Coraline was when we were in high school, I think, and it still holds up. Yeah, it's still really good. Um, that is, I mean, you've seen the the meme image a hundred times because it's uh, it, it's what evolved from the Are You Winning son yeah. when it's it's her looking at her dad and he's got the face of like a dead man or yeah. like you know completely dead inside staring back at the computer screen. Um, but yeah, Cor- Coraline's really good. It like it was my first introduction to Leica, which is why I can't shut up. Oh about wow, it. okay. Um, and then like I said, Bostrol is okay. Oh yeah, the whole thing is great. Like yeah, it's just it's it. just a good thing. It, yeah, it's just great overall. Um, Box Trolls, like I said, really good animation, mediocre story for me, but it's very clearly a kid's movie, so, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and Kubo and the Two Strings, just great overall. Well, Not that I'm biased at all. <laughs> uh, Brian, Brian Balance, who comes on the podcast a couple times, mm. uh, his dog is named after Kubo because he loves that movie so much. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, it yeah. looks so fucking good. I want to see it. It looks really, really good. I remember I, seeing, I, like, the videos of them doing, like, the stop motion of, like, them flying and, like, doing rolls through yeah, the air and no, stuff I, like that. I had it's to insane. hunt them. I had to hunt down beside behind the scenes footage because I was like, I don't understand how you did these shots. Mm-hmm. I, it doesn't make sense to me how within the confines of stop motion you can make this, especially after doing uh, it yourself, right? Oh, I'm fucking. I'm not even <laughs> comparing my stuff. No, no, just saying like, like understanding how it works because you've done, you've worked on it, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. in the, no, the, fact, the factorial that you did. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's cool. it's insane. Um, and yeah, like I said, you know, just out, out of watching this, I'm like, I want to see more punk robot stuff because who puts a Tie Fighter lamp like that on it? Like, what the hell? Like they they <laughs> have lights on them. But I thought yeah, it was, I thought it was a cool ones, point. I thought it was you cool can point. actually direct it. But Custom. to me, if you were, you've 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 been inside a Tie Fighter now, kind of. You've seen how crap mm. that space is. Yeah. You have your flight stick for more technical mm. term, right? <clears throat> Then you'd have to have another attachment. Yeah, to be able to move it around. Unless it's an AI-based one, right? If it sees movement, motion sensing. Yeah, it's just like, oh, we need something. The sensor is like, well, we need to shine it over there. Like, imagine um, a pro controller for the Xbox where you have the back paddles yeah. or something like that. We have like I'd see it paddle more shifters so on like, the steering wheel. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Instead of, instead of a gear shift, you have that. All I can think of know? now is like racing a TIE fighter. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> we did that with pod racing man yeah. i just wanted to make right. sure mine sounded like a tie fighter every time oh man i love <laughs> i love the racing game you know what that's a game i would stream i fucking love racer revenge pod racers? oh, oh yeah. my god it's so good so good it's so frustrating <laughs> though when you're trying to hit like the the top um kills in a race and you're like you got three laps to kill as many people as you can because if, if you if you get the top on every single race you unlock darth maul's pod racer um, oh, okay. Yeah, it's like oh shit. 
This is this is the one where it's the full size pod racers, right? Yes, Not this the, is Racer kind of Revenge. Like there's okay, okay. Star Wars Racer and Star Wars Racer Revenge. And then there's there's, revenge there's a, a bot bad racing version. as one with Jar Jar Binks and like the oh, weird okay. bobblehead thing. I think you're thinking about. I don't know if I've ever played Racer's Revenge. I think I've only oh, played Star Wars so Racing. I, I played the N64 it's a sequel. one. It's then the you sequel have. to that. You have. Oh, okay. You played the N64 one. Yeah, it came out like two years after, a year after. Oh, but it's okay. so good. It just graphics are increased and it looks nice. Mm. You have more options with characters. That N64, we had Alco Nine Bar. Moon to Eve. Yeah. We had Magito. Uh, you have this. Malastare. Yeah, there's Malastare so many. Yeah. There's, uh, oh my God. Aqua something. Yeah. No, like that That one was great. Uh, I, I used to, me and my cousin would have races where we'd start and then just immediately blow up one of the engines. Yes, yeah. And then just see who could go the farthest. Finish it with like the spinning. Blood, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. we never finished. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would always try and be wrecking and like, I would sometimes go the other way and like try and like wreck them. I there was, there was a Formula you. One car, car game for the PS2 and my buddy and I used to play like the NASCAR games and stuff like that all the time. And I would literally just take the F1 car turn it around and just go like two or 300 kilometers the opposite way and just you hit one car and then they just start flying through the air like an opera it's great <laughs> i i can't relate to to that in, in racing games but in armored core 4 i used to do that in multiplayer where it was mm. ha like build up yeah me and my friend would build mechs that would when they boosted go up to like i think it was like mach 1.2 or something oh, Jesus. Oh my God. and yeah, just like and collision head to head no no we'd have we'd have the, so there was a uh energy blade that you could get that was the strongest in the game so it would one hit anything or oh, almost okay. anything it hit but its range was half a meter oh so you had to like get so, right yeah. in so you <laughs> couldn't see you'd just be like i can see the dots <laughs> <And you're> like, <laughs> literally fucking like uh, uh glass cannon almost mock speed jousting yeah <laughs> Jeez. all right let's get uh, into the actresses i guess for this and ooh. actors uh so we have four the uh, character Coton, the older um, sibling, was played by Valentina Moore or Muir, um, and she has been in most well known for *Las Analfabetas*. Don't know that one. Uh, *Night Across a Street*, *Star Wars Visions*, and *Chromosome 21*, which is a TV show. Um, we have uh, Julia Oviedo or Julia. And it is just Star Wars um, visions for that one. And that is, I think, Pacina. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a little girl. And then Katie Dickey was the officer. And she's been in Prometheus as Ford. The Green Knight as Queen. Okay. Uh, uh, Filth as Chrissy. Hmm. And Red Road as Jackie. There's a few other things in here that I noticed. The Northman, which is a newer show or the newer movie that Ooh, came out. Yeah. She played Halidora. <laughs> The picked that's the comedy vikings okay. right uh, no that's the is it comedy vikings with uh is it northman yeah no. it has uh, willem dafoe in it though yeah yeah. he's like the main okay. main dude that's that's the yeah that's like, or is that I'm, just norseman yeah i'm thinking maybe um, Nor northman's pretty cra uh pretty crazy she's been in a lot yeah, of stuff since good. like 2003 um i'm just trying to see if there's anything else quick that this pops out to me uh, Actually, I'm shocked you guys haven't seen the Vice. Uh, Northman with with Last Kingdom and all that. Stuff. I want to see it. It's it was it was on our like <laughs> Vikings. We were like in the I've, middle of the I've Last seen Kingdom. Last Kingdom. They have a, a movie out now to like, yeah. tie out the whole series. It wasn't oh, okay. so great because it was a season crashed into an hour and thirty minutes. Um, so like time times like how it was in Game of Thrones, where it's like, yep, we're over here now. Yep, okay. three months went by. 
You know? That kind of like, worried me because I was hoping it was a whole series coming. It was out, supposed to be, but it. they didn't get the green lit for it for whatever reason, and so they had to shove it into one and a half hours. So if you go in thinking uh, it's a season in a in a movie, you can do it. We didn't know, and we're like, mm. ah, kind of sucks, but it kind of doesn't. So. I love that series. And the last dude. character we have, sorry, is uh, Amparo Noguera, which is uh, the officer. I guess a second officer. Um, I think just Stormtrooper voices. Maybe, yeah. So we have, she's been in uh, Volve, Temprano, El Liberinto del Al Alicia, Fugitives, and Romane. I am not good at Spanish. Uh, I have <laughs> I have uh, failed my French teacher um, in terms of accents for that huh? kind of stuff. Well, like love languages, romantic languages kind of thing where you have that like accent to it. I just can't do it anymore. Okay. <laughs> I've failed my French teacher because I can't speak Spanish. But I think <laughs> yeah, I was like, not Spanish, but like the romantic language <laughs> accents, you know? Um, uh, wait, yeah. wait. <laughs> but anyway, sorry for all the French listeners. Yeah. Oh my God. I actually showed my kids that when I was teaching them last. And my God, they were like, yeah, la na na. Yeah, the there's there's an episode the where the narrator monster. goes on a power trip and tries to like kill the kids and Wait, and what? in like a plane crash. Yeah, it's fucked. What are you talking yeah, about? It's, it's crazy. What? What's crazy? crazy? What are you talking all, about? All I'm hearing is Telefrance stole from fucking Stone Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. Um, but yeah, oh, that's oh all God. the actors and actresses for this. Um, and I think they did a fantastic job. I mean very viable for the characters they did and uh fit with the the theme of everything and where they were located and like the characters so yeah good job everybody mm -hmm. insert insert Can't cheering wait here for the next one do we <laughs> do we know so far if there are episodes by multiple there are multiple episodes from the same studio i in don't this know season? i did not check because that i'd we'll rather there out. not be i don't think there is. Like... there's only nine episodes again this season yeah. Or sorry, it, it made more volume. sense when it was just in one place. We're like, okay, you guys have you these said, two, you have this one, you have these two, you have this one. You but said there's you... nine episodes? Sorry. Nine episodes, yeah. Okay. I can sorry, check quick. No, no, I, I just checked. Oh, okay. Sorry, Ed, I cut you off there. It's okay. It just it just makes more sense that there wouldn't be double studios for this just because it's supposed to be right. around the world. Mm. Instead of when it's just in one place, sure, yeah, you can have a couple of the big studios do a couple but mm -hmm. it really should just be one from everywhere. Yeah, and, and I just saw something, so I can confirm each episode's a different studio. Perfect. Nice. Um, and, or, well, I it, don't it's know not... if I'm going to like the next one, though. <laughs> yeah, I, so what's interesting with me is that, like, I, I'd have to look back and see if I've seen any other work, but just looking at the studio names, I've never heard of any of these studios. I've heard of one before. of them. El Guiri, Cartoon Saloon, Punk Robot, Omir Studios or Umir Studios, Ardman, Triggerfish, Dart Studio or the Art Studio, so it's a French one. Yeah, um, Studio La Chalette and Eighty Eight Pictures. Yeah, I, I, actually, Dart Studio Dart Stagio is in the U.S. I think. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. I'm guessing that's episode five then. I have a little bit of information on that studio just because I I've heard some stuff in the animation industry like two years ago. Oh, <laughs> involved surprised that episode five or episode eight. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, but it's gonna be good. Yeah. I mean, the animation teams that we've had so far, killing it, mm. absolutely killing it. And I'm loving to see the different interpretations of like different Star Wars things. Um, yeah, and like how oh, they see it's, it's Studio Mir, South Korea. Oh, okay. there you go. Interesting. That'd be interesting. Yeah, because they might be like a Avatar esque kind of animation 
Maybe. Hmm. Do you say Studio Dart was American? Yeah, well, they have an office in America, Dart Stagio. Oh, okay. Because yeah. it's Italian, Japanese. Uh, they have they have like worked in Japan now with uh, like toy animation and stuff on One Piece and other studios. Cool. Oh, cool. based in Tokyo, Dart Stagio is an American-owned 2D animation. Oh, yeah. okay. They they okay. contracted work out with like Toei, so like all the good animation in Wano. Oh, that's why you know them. Yeah. Okay. okay. From the One Piece podcast. <laughs> and the guy comes on every now and again talking about like what he's done with uh, certain scenes and key nice. animation and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes cool. sense. He's fucking great at what he does, though. The guy that <laughs> used to work for them. Anyway, um, I think that does it for this episode. Let's get into the outro. Hi. Welcome to the outro of the podcast. If you love this episode or hated it, leave us no. And you can do that in just a moment, just like RFB's voicemail. <laughs> I love how no one just gets fucking crazy when I go crazy it, it, accents. It just—it sounded like you were a robot. I'm having, having a stroke. There was an accent going on. There was, there was like, something going on. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you go on to the drive, boys, we can listen to the voicemail. Howdy, boys. It's RFB. I just finished your review and go through for chapter 22 of Mandalorian. And I want to throw a couple of neat little things out that I know Dan usually says if there's things that listeners feel like you missed or didn't, and I'm not going to say that you missed it because you maybe just weren't straight aware of it, was if you go back and take a look in the resistor, that droid bar, because I know Ian's had mentioned about seeing lots of other models of droids and some they ain't been seen for quite a while. There's a few RXs in there, but there was that... Um, blue Cyborg Galactica protocol droid, 3PO, that was trying to weasel his way out the door. The, there's a neat thing about that particular costume that um, I had learned way back, I want to say it was around December, there was one of our Star Wars pod friends, the, the, the dad batch, who are four, four fellas that are friends, and they portray the bad batch. They're really good at it. They were doing a stream, raising uh, money for a charity right before Christmas. And they invited a shit ton of different folks to come take time and, and chat with them. And one of them, among many, was Chris Bartlett. If you know who Chris is, he's he's going to be the the heir to taking Anthony Daniel's place whenever he can't do 3PO anymore. We've seen him through... All three seasons of Mando, he's doing the droids, like the Grief Cargas protocol droid that we see. That's Chris. The black RA-7, whenever they got the Plazier, that's Chris. The neat thing about that blue 3PO is it previously belonged to and was built by a fellow that was a friend of Chris's in the 501st Legion. And somewhere in the midst of 2020, when the world got turned upside down, um, COVID took that fellow from us. So Chris has that costume. And when he had mentioned about that, when they, they were doing the filming and stuff, putting season three together, it was either Dave or John, one of the two, heard the, the t story about that. And they wanted to put that in that particular chapter to honor that fellow. So, so there's, there's a neat little story right there for you. All right. You got chapter 23 coming up next. So, wait and see. Give a listen to whenever you boys put that out. And I'll have it in my ears.
Share it in the Twitterverse like I do. Till then, boys, may the force be with you. See you on the radio. Yeah, I love his voicemails. Good vibes. I love you, RFB. <laughs> right now, that is an amazing. No, but I think you still listen to it. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I'm good. Okay. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I didn't know that at all. Yeah, the protocol droid stuff, the RX droids being in there from mm. you know Disneyland as well. I want to go back and look for those RX because I saw them in there. The 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 D, like the the ones from Star Tours, right? Mm. Mm. Yeah. And then I think yeah. one of them's at Disney's Galaxy's Edge as like a DJ robot. Okay. He's been okay. repurposed as a DJ robot now. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was really cool kind of insight on that. And um, mm. you don't really think who's under the droid outfits usually with like the like the 3PO style droids. Mm. Um, but it's you, there's always an actor under those, right? They can't really make a robot move around easily in that kind of outfit, I guess, mm. in the way that you need to. Um, so that's an interesting little insight into like the actors and um, I guess the future of the 3PO style mm. droids. And the legacy yeah. just of, of all that. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And that's absolutely the kind of stuff, like, you know, because none of us knew about that Easter egg. So, yeah, hearing about that, that it just makes that episode so much more uh, impactful. Yes, right? exactly. Seeing that scene and everything. So, yeah, th- yeah, thank you so much. That that was awesome. Bring more insight from other podcasts. If you do listen to more RFB, <laughs> which we know you do, please mm-hmm. bring in more insight for that. And if anybody else is listening and you know other things that we miss like that, um, with a little bit more uh, research into, you know, actors and actresses and like the kind of behind the scenes stuff, bring it forward. We'd love to hear about it. Um, unfortunately, when you create content, you can't really consume all that much content in the same <laughs> medium without getting burnt out a little bit. So, yeah, if you uh, have anything else you want to share there, by all means, do that. And Ed, it's your turn. How can people do that? I mean, the internet. Yeah, they could. I don't know how else you listen to this. <laughs> like we said before, there's many ways to contact us. If you miss it the first time, I'll gladly repeat that. Please, please, please look at voiceoftheforce.com where you can find all this information just in case anything is not clear. While you're there, you can check out some of our past episodes. You can check out some stories about us. You can see all the videos of uh, 2019 where we were at Star Wars Celebration. It was an amazing time. Please go check those out as well. Get yourself hyped for the next one that's coming out. Maybe you'll go to Japan <laughs> and you'll have mm-hmm. a blast. Um, but you can email us at connect at voiceoftheforce.com for just like RFB for anything you want to send in, anything that you believe that we should know, anything that just like fun trivia, fun facts, fun things. Like that was a perfect example from yeah. RFB. Um on social media and Twitter, like Twitter, Instagram, you can find us there. We are at VoiceForcePod. If you're not comfortable emailing in this new social media age, that's totally fine too. We'd love to hear from you on there. At Anything, us. At, well, you can just slide in the DMs. I can we'll, say you we'll can also slide in the DMs on Instagram or Twitter. <laughs> But you can retweet and repost anything that we put out, sort of like new episode tweets, fun things we've seen, also, things in the Star Wars universe. Let me finish this part. Before I was just saying thank you to RFB also. for doing that every single time we post an episode. Honestly, like mm. on the ball, like 10 minutes after we post oh, it on yeah. Twitter, it's fantastic. We appreciate it. But exactly. And that does help with growing the listener base. And we, like we said, we do appreciate it. We really do. Like this is this is fantastic stuff and we want to keep it going. Twitch, like Noma said earlier, there are Twitch streams happening on Fridays. There are some happening on Tuesdays. All those times, we will keep you posted on. Look on Instagram, most likely for those. You can look on Twitter, too. Mostly Instagram will have those those updates on. It could be a story. It could be anything like that. But, you know, 
between six and eight o'clock go see some 91st mobile recon it's mm-hmm. it's it's amazing it's so I, good. I watched my first one this week and i can't <laughs> wait to see more i'd love something like that i do not have the processing power for it yet otherwise oh, i'd you know i'd I would be that guy spinning in the circle yeah. constantly. That would, that would be me. Yeah, that's right. right? So, or the guy I in the base that was doing this. So, just back and oh, forth. Oh, that, that's that's just uh, something any anyone can do. Yeah, no, that's but he was standing at the top, and everyone couldn't get through the doors, and he's just like, yeah, QE, QE. Yeah. Like, yeah, we have fun side. on those days. We've got we've got multiple people jumping in chat. We've got us in chat sometimes if we can't make it onto just talking. Like everybody's getting it's it's for us to have a good time to get to talk with you guys, just, you know, relax, not be so businessy, even though we're very relaxed on these calls anyhow, but it's, you get to know us a bit more. So please, please, please come join us for those streams. It's a Absolutely. lot of fun and we appreciate anybody who comes in just to hang out and say hi. Like you can say hi, watch for 10 minutes and jump out. That's totally fine on your schedule, what you want to do. But those are the times that we do stream. And then Project Zomboid is amazing as well. And as long as Noma's going to continue to do that, you should really check those out as well. Because that hilarious. game is can just be as hilarious, if not more so. Especially <laughs> when you get to hear Noma rage. That uh, is some yeah, of the best. Friend being like, I told you to hold on to that item specifically. We need no, it. No, it was the first time when I teleported to him and because he, he said he was safe and he trapped himself inside a closet. There you go. And I was just like, oh, for God's sake. Did he ever come out of the closet is a question. Uh, no, I, I got out of the oh, closet okay. and he got eaten alive by like six zombies. Nice. There you go. <laughs> and if you've liked what you've heard, please, please remember to listen, rate, review, follow and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible and all major podcast platforms. If you do leave a five star review and comment, it does also help with visibility the same way you retweet and repost. But if you do subscribe or follow for free, you will get the latest episode as soon as it releases. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate the conversation. And remember, if you subscribe to us when we have our Patreon eventually, you will get a copy of Noma's Stop Motion Animation. I spent nine hours on this. I said it was better than... Or 90 hours on this. So it was better than Avatar. How many times... Did, how much time did you spend on yours? Oh say? God! I don't want to think about minutes. it. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, it was a, it was a school project. It was literally oh, no. like six weeks oh, for like a thirty-second no. animation. How many? A and second? No one's ever gonna find it. Uh, thirty seconds. Oh boy! Now, yeah. I wouldn't let anybody find that thing. That thing's in a bunker, two hundred feet below the ground. <laughs> well, maybe maybe one day we'll make our own stop motion animation as a crew. Oh, good luck. <laughs> we'll get those little like six inch figures and we'll just like hell no. Instead, why don't you guys get ready to watch some of the season one visions where we. We've been putting together these kind of clipped videos on YouTube that'll be coming out shortly. Yeah. Episode one is basically done, and that's Ronan. That's the most exciting one so far. So definitely, definitely keep your eyes peeled for those, and those will be up soon too, just to get some visuals along with the video. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you soon.